Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. Thank you for joining me today on Faith to Live By. This is Sue Taylor. I am continuing today uh, talking about our conscience and how important it is for us to have a clear conscience before God. Christ came to set us free. The Holy Spirit helps us when we fail in our, and falter and reminds us that God doesn't see our faults, but he sees our faith. A clear conscience is necessary to enable us to be free from legalism, to have access to God, give us liberty in witnessing, show Christian love, and have confidence in prayer and live a godly life with sincere faith. Guilt is a horrible thing and can be a vicious circle, and condemnation and accusations against self. Now that we know it is necessary to have a good conscience, what are the requirements in having a clear conscience? First of all, we are to have doctrinal purity. In other words, to know the truth, to know what we believe and why we believe it. Paul told Timothy and to, as he said, charge some that they know that they teach no other doctrine and neither give heed to fables and endless genealogies, which minister questions rather than godly edifying, which is in faith, so do. Because he goes on to say that the end of the commandment is love out of a pure heart and a good conscience. He says to Timothy, This charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on thee, that thou mightest war a good warfare, holding faith and a good conscience, which some, having put away concerning faith, have made shipwreck. Paul was warning Timothy not to teach doctrine contrary to the Christian faith. We know today, beloved, there are many false religions and doctrines of men. There is one faith, one Lord, one God, and one Spirit. And the scripture defines the pure doctrine of a crucified, risen Lord and a soon returning Lord. Stay in the pure doctrines of the Christian faith so that you will have a good conscience and not be found shipwrecked. Secondly, we are to have proper conduct, to behave and act as one who who believes in Christ. Paul, when tried before Felix as an agitator and source of disturbance for preaching Jesus, answered by saying, I find it easier to make my defense and do it cheerfully and with good courage, for they, the Jews, did find me disputing with anybody, did not find me disputing with anybody or bringing together a seditious crowd. Neither can they present argument or evidence to prove to you what they now bring against me. Paul knew his conduct. He knew his conscience. It was void of offense toward his God and people. He conducted his life properly according to what he believed, his conscience testifying to his conduct. 
Thirdly, the requirement for a clear conscience is knowledge. We are commanded, beloved, to grow in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior. The more we know, the more we grow. It is not how we talk, but how we walk. Knowledge is in the things of God will always lead to a godly life when we apply the knowledge of God in our everyday life. It says, according to his divine power, hath given he hath given us all things pertaining to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. We are commanded to grow. Fourthly, another requirement is belief. Unto the pure in heart and conscience, all things are pure. But to the defiled and corrupt and unbelieving, nothing is pure. Their very minds and conscience are defiled and polluted. Belief in pure doctrine, growth in the knowledge of the Christian doctrine, and belief in what you know, and belief in what you know. That is so important to have a clear conscience. Also, we must have a submissive spirit if we are to have a clear, pure conscience. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Submission to God is key in having a clear conscience. It is difficult to draw near to God without first submitting to him. Another requirement in having a clear conscience is to have faith in God's greatness. God is greater than our heart. He knows all things. He is the one who can and does cleanse our hearts and conscience. Also, to have a clear conscience, we are to be considerate of others. Considerate of others all through Scripture, we are exhorted to think of others more highly than ourselves. When we do, we will consider them and find ways to help and to pray, even to believe for them. Oh, how people need to be free from the bondage of guilt and condemnation. And this, we know, can only be done by seeking forgiveness. Proverbs 28:13 tells us, He who covers his transgression will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes his sins will obtain mercy. God's, God is... Gets, God wants us, beloved, to get serious and to stay serious with Him. Know that we have a pure and clean and clear conscience. We need to keep short accounts with ourselves and with others and most of all with God. Forgive, for God forgives you. You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments, or to request a copy of this program for an $8 donation, write Sue Taylor, 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri, 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the four-state area. To book Sue for your next event, contact Sky High Radio at 417-451-5636.